0: This is Ashley Kelsch, and you are listening to Life Coaching for Modern Renegades, episode number 49. Welcome to Modern Renegades Podcast. This is a life coaching podcast for the person who wants to learn how to lose themselves in the moment, not life circumstances. Each week, we will explore mental and spiritual practices that will inspire you to ask, seek, and heal. They are for the modern renegade. They are for you renegades can you hear the excitement in my voice when I say episode 49 (laughs) so close oh today I'm going to talk to you about getting high having affairs and I don't want any of you to think that I'm talking in a way that is judgmental about it so you just keep an open mind I will lay out throughout this entire context of how I'm not judging affairs. I will make that very clear. But I just want to start off by saying that because when I start talking, you might want to shut down and you might not want to listen. And you'll start all the drama of like, what does this bitch even know? I'm in love with somebody else and blah, blah, blah. That's not what I'm talking about today. Okay. So you keep an open mind. And also if your kids are in the car, super sorry, but you know my language. So it's actually not my fault that's your fault. Sorry, kids. Moving on. I was talking to my friend recently who was telling me about a lunch he had just left with a group of friends. They'd been discussing their extramarital lovers and how, by having one, they felt like they were better partners in their relationships, that this added relationship fulfilled them and their needs, making room for them to show up at home and be a better partner to their spouse and needs. They feel that they're more present, less likely to care if and when the nagging starts, not my words. My friend, who doesn't have affairs, said that he could see himself maybe not passing up a 24-hour session of passion with someone if the option ever revealed itself, because he didn't want a life of regret. I asked him if he really thought that was something that would cross his mind during his final breaths, because he just isn't that person. I said, your friends, their affairs, listen, I get it, and they can wax justification all day. But it's so unoriginal in textbook. They aren't actually doing anything that isn't evolutionary predisposed. Meaning, we're animals. We're wired to mate, to desire, to want, to act on impulse. To not have an affair is actually overriding your baseline programming. You're evolving yourself as a species when you don't give in to these urges. By denying your animal instincts and hardwiring... You level up, so to speak. You grow. You learn how to manage your impulses and feel the discomfort of your urges. Believe it or not, it's easier to have affairs than not to. Humans are designed to seek pleasure, avoid discomfort, and be efficient. That is the motivational triad. Like I said, for the record, I'm not judging the affairs as good or bad, Renegades. And I'm not suggesting that what people are experiencing together isn't evolving them. So just stay with me. On last week's episode, I talked about chasing our goals and accomplishments, not because we think life will be better, or we won't be bored, or that we will finally fill this bottomless tank of desire, but because we want to. Because we know that we will evolve in the process. Because we know we are up for the challenge. Because we know we can do hard things. We learn to enjoy the foreplay more than the climax. However, Your brain doesn't want to do the hard things, the unknown things, the uncomfortable things. And like I said, your brain just wants to be efficient. Choosing to reignite a passionless marriage sounds daunting and impossible, unlike an affair that brings an immediate newness you can't get after knowing someone. To reach for that drink at 5 o'clock is easy versus putting on those running shoes and pounding the pavement. There is no immediate result from running, and it requires a ton of mental effort just to get out the door scrolling and surfing instagram requires zero mental effort unlike reading a book or taking up a new language your brain rather run on autopilot having an uncomfortable conversation with a friend you know what we should just spend an afternoon shopping or eating a pint of ice cream think about it netflix porn shopping eating drinking social media work all of these activities give our brain a flood of dopamine making it think it's accomplishing something or making you feel better in that moment. These things won't actually ever fulfill us, though. The most fascinating part is that after you get that dopamine hit, your brain feels rewarded, but it doesn't associate the negative outcome that comes later, like a hangover, credit card debt, or losing eight hours from binging on a series and not working. It's not like putting your hand on a hot stove, which is why people keep going back. It just remembers the high and how to get it. Your brain wants to feel good, And we live in a world where you can have access to feel good as fast as I can read the sentence. I'm sure you've seen Social Dilemma talk about feeling played. These motherfuckers are 100% working with the brain makeup to get you hooked, like slot machines and gambling. The desire to check your email and messages over and over to see how many likes. It's a concentrated blast of dopamine without any actual reward. Which brings me to this. The reason we have affairs or drink too much or overwork is because we are trying to avoid a feeling of discomfort. Perhaps you're bored in your marriage, or you don't know what to do with yourself after five. You don't know how to be with yourself, and as being human would have it, you feel entitled to being happy and content all the time, and your brain knows the fastest route to get you there. There's this saying, if it's not a man, it's a martini. If it's not a martini, it's a MasterCard. If it's not a MasterCard, it's a muffin. If we are letting our brain run the program, we will stuff whatever we can into any orifice to fill up this bottomless tank of need and attention. As animals driven by dopamine, the reward prediction error, we find ourselves going for this insatiable activity list that never satisfies. This is called horizontal renewal, renegades. Horizontal renewal is also instant gratification. This is where, when struck with boredom, you try to distract yourself. The affairs, drinking, work, cars, shopping all an attempt to fill yourself up. You will continue to find yourself bored, though, with these things eventually, and then the chase is back on. Horizontal renewal tends to have you desiring all the things that have proven to turn into addiction. Horizontal renewal, if you picture it as a posture, is lying down. It's dead. This is just a life where you survive. Now, my friend that I was talking with is someone who, rather than being driven by his impulses, and though he tried to romanticize a 24-hour affair has learned the art of channeling that energy into things that will give him long-term benefits. This is called vertical renewal, delayed gratification. Rather than succumbing to your boredom, you go in and you discover your desires that are below the surface. You awaken the life that's within you, and you reveal your essential self. You're okay with feeling discomfort that comes with life. You're not afraid to feel it. Vertical renewal, unlike horizontal, is upright. It's alive, and it's thriving. Learning to access vertical renewal is what evolves the human programming, your animalistic qualities to act on impulse and urge. What I will say to those of you who say you are a better partner because of your affairs is this. It's not the affair. It's what you are thinking and making it mean about you and your relationships. And how do we know that it's your thinking and not the affair? Because I imagine if you asked your partner that you are cheating on what they thought of your affair and whether or not it made you a better partner in your marriage, they would offer different thoughts. So this is what I mean by circumstances are neutral until you and everyone else has a thought about it. In some cultures, affairs are considered normal and acceptable. In France, it's common. In America, not so much. People feel the need to hide and lie about it. There's a common belief that men can have them, but the women who do are whores. These are all thoughts, not facts. Affairs are neutral until you have a thought about them. I'm not judging the drinking or the affairs or surfing the gram. I'm not saying don't do them. The best part about being an adult is you get to make your own choices. Just be clear on why you are choosing them. Is it because you are mindlessly showing up and reacting to your impulses? Or are you conscious of the decisions and in choice? Can you own your choices? Or are you blaming your partner for your affairs? Or your friends for your drinking? Or your drinking for your behavior? I was once guilty of blaming my ex-husband for my affair and my drinking for my affair. I never would have done those things if they hadn't been, oh, just fill in the blank. After being sober for a number of years, I learned a lot about myself, including, I'll do a lot of things because that's how I learned to cope and how I handled my stress. No one made me, not even the alcohol. That's the way I dealt with life before, by taking zero responsibility for my actions and blaming everyone around me. He died, we moved, you're not making enough money, maybe it was the alcohol. Now, I also recognize that this is part of who I am and owning that in my decisions, knowing I wasn't a victim and taking responsibility for my actions has in turn taught me why I did those things. I also see how I was reaching for those things to get my highs in life. I was so unhappy and the answer seemed at the time, this person I feel passion and love for. It seems so real. I can't even tell you now when I look back on it and I can see myself and how I was behaving, it was like I was on drugs, 100%. That is the horizontal renewal. I wasn't able at the time to use my voice to say what it was I was experiencing and go to my husband with that or to not have the drink and just be present with what I was feeling. I looked for all the other ways to feel better. It has taken some time, but I have learned that vertical renewal is the hot spot. I try to choose the highest that challenge me, take time and keep me growing. It's how I've learned to overcome myself and my old way of being. Running long distances, learning to cook, listening to French. I've been working my ass off to stop picking up my phone every three minutes. I really don't know who or what I'm trying to find out from it, but like that would be my horizontal loop, if you will. One of these days, I'll realize that the answers I'm looking for are somewhere here within me. But until then, I celebrate the tiny victories. I celebrate having and enjoying one glass of wine, taking my time with a series, passing up TV to read, producing podcasts each week. I mean, you heard my voice earlier about episode 49, because that means, hello, that means number 50s next week, renegades, huge victory in my mind. That's what fills me up these days. What about you? In What areas are you living in that horizontal renewal? And what areas are you vertical? Spend some time this week consciously thinking about it and witnessing yourself wanting to pick up your phone or have the drink or eat the cupcakes. Narrate that experience of an urge passing through your body and sit with it for a minute. If you're like me, you'll witness a teenage rebel who acts like her parents left for the weekend. She's like, wait, what? We're in charge now. You can totally have all the things. What's the big deal? YOLO, bitches. Or I'm like a toddler throwing a fit, but I can't do what I want. And I literally will feel rage sometimes in my bones. (laughs) I just want to like hit the floor and kick my feet. But that's just me. Why don't you head on over to my comments on my website, which is modernrenegades.com. Hit on this podcast, leave in the comments and tell me how you respond to wanting and not having. I think, as I've already laid out, it's very human. Let us know. All right. Until next week, Renegades, stay warm. Renegades, thank you for tuning in this week. If you're enjoying this podcast, let me know. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and show it with a five-star rating and review. You can also head on over to my website, www.modernrenegades.com to sign up for my newsletter, leave your questions and comments, or just connect with me directly. I look forward to hearing from you.